Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bam Margera, the fourth Jackass film coming out this fall, but not if Bam Margera can help it. He is suing, he's suing his bros. He's suing Johnny Knoxville. Who else is named? The defendants include Paramount Pictures Corporation, MTV Networks Enterprises, Inc., Jeffrey Tremaine, Philip John P.J. Clapp, that's Johnny Knoxville, Adam H. Spiegel, that's Spike Jones, Dickhouse Entertainment, that's Jeffrey Tremaine's company, Gorilla Flicks, I believe that's also Jeffrey Tremaine's company, and Doe's 1 through 5 inclusive. Those are defendants that haven't yet been identified. These guys have a long history. And Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, over the years, they seem to have gotten their acts together in terms of they don't seem to have any addiction issues that keep them from living their daily lives. But maybe not the same thing is true about Bam. He's been in and out of rehab at least four times. In 2019, in rehab, the day after he checks in, Johnny Knoxville... Tremaine and Spike Jones approach Bam with something called a wellness agreement. What is a wellness agreement? Well, this is the first thing that is quite strange. Often employers will have requirements like a drug-free workplace, for example, where there's just no tolerance if they find out that you're drunk or using an illegal drug, which of course is different nowadays in states like California with legalized marijuana and, of course, prescription drugs taken as prescribed are protected in states like California and potentially under federal law as well. So a wellness agreement is not something. It's not anything. This is a very strange arrangement as alleged. In the complaint, we haven't seen the wellness agreement yet, but really restrictive things about multiple times per day, having drug tests, having to take drugs on while on, or take prescriptions while on FaceTime, and a zero tolerance apparently. But there's there there's no normal thing like this wellness agreement. I I can't imagine that there are attorneys who say I've ever this is a normal thing. It's not normal in any industry. it's strange and not normal, Bam did agree to it. So isn't he sort of stuck with it? No. So this is where it gets really interesting in this complaint. There are many defenses to the allegations made by uh, Bam in this complaint. Um, First off, you can't sign a contract that violates, well, you can sign it. It's just not an enforceable contract. If you sign a contract that violates statutes, 
such as a statute against certain intrusive behaviors because you have an illness. We have, in states like California, we have the UNRU Civil Rights Act, uh, sections 51 and 52, I believe, in California. And it clearly states you can't discriminate on disabilities. And that includes mental health disabilities. So if he's on medication like Adderall prescribed by a doctor, you cannot discriminate against that in any way. So you can sign contracts that are not enforceable. Also, what I believe, like a Bam Margera is going to argue here, and they do argue this in the complaint, is he was under duress. So that means that the, the contract itself is, is void or should be rescinded. It's called a rescission, meaning I couldn't have legally signed it in the first place because I have to have the proper state of mind. And if I'm under great duress, and the most extreme example would be at the you know end of a gun when somebody says, you're going to sign this contract or I'm going to kill you. Well, that, that contract is not enforceable. And I believe based on this complaint that BAM's attorneys are arguing that he was under so much duress. These three guys came in. He was in rehab. They cornered him. The allegation is they pressured him. He had to sign it that day. If that's the case, then that would be likely, most likely, an unenforceable contract or re rescinded contract and, and never applicable in the first place if a court finds that it was signed under that kind of duress. Johnny Knoxville is saying things like, we just want you to get better. And Steve-O said, we bent over backwards to get you in the movie. All you had to do was not get loaded. Using a term like get loaded kind of implies that Bam Margera was doing, to me when I hear that, it sounds like loaded sounds like you're a mess. You're completely high and it's obvious and everyone can see it. But Bam's claiming he was just doing his prescribed Adderall. How loaded can you get on Adderall? I know you can abuse Adderall. I know you can be, abuse it in various ways. But can you get noticeably loaded on Adderall to the point where your castmates are like, we can't work with you. You're too loaded on Adderall. I do know this, again, just from the legal standpoint. If he only took the amount of Adderall as prescribed by a medical doctor or a psychiatrist, which is also a medical doctor, if he took it as prescribed, they can't fire him for that. That is against the law in California. And this case is under California law. And it was filed in federal court in the Central District of California, I believe it was on August 9th. You can't fire somebody for taking a prescription that violates the law in California. They created an agreement that is unenforceable. They, they created an agreement for BAM to sign that said, you will see our doctor, this Paramount doctor. You will take the, the prescriptions that this doctor thinks you should be taking while this doctor is watching you on FaceTime take these prescriptions. And you will not be taking any other prescriptions or additional Adderall that any other doctors that you may have had in the past or currently are giving you. But they can't enforce that. You're saying they can say that all they want and he can sign that all he wants. And at the end of the day, it's meaningless. 
Well, not necessarily. So again, we haven't seen the wellness agreement. We've seen little snippets in the complaint. There are redactions in the complaint. They're filing it to be under seal. And this is a civil case. So it is quite possible that aspects will be not visible to us. But without seeing the wellness agreement, the wellness agreement itself could be enforceable. It really could. But we don't know all of these details. I, I just argue again, though, to say that if he took a prescription dose of Adderall, that violates public policy in the state of California. I do want to add one key thing about that. So you're allowed to take prescriptions as prescribed under California law. However, if for whatever reason that prescription interferes with your ability to do your job, they have to provide what's called reasonable accommodation. And if there's no reasonable accommodation, that raises a whole nother host of issues. But I go back to the fact that without knowing the detail of this wellness agreement, it's hard to say whether or not it's enforceable. But on the face of what I'm seeing in the complaint here, it's it, it, at least based on one side of the argument, it seems like it would not be particularly enforceable. What does winning look like for BAM in this case? There's winning according to the complaint, and then there's winning, which is so in California, I think it's over 95%. It might even be closer to 98 or 99% of cases are settled. So we don't necessarily duke it out all the way through a jury trial. And that, that just is not how the system is set up. This complaint looks to me like it is a push for a settlement and winning to BAM, I believe will look like something like $10 million or more of a settlement. Interestingly enough, in this complaint, there is an argument that the defendants set up a $2.5 million trust for BAM's child. And they did that after they fired him. And so the complaint, BAM, argues that that's indicative that they know they did something wrong. I would argue the opposite, which says, no, we know that you're terrible with money. You're having drug problems. You're having all kinds of issues in your life. And we want to make sure your kid's taken care of. So this is really interesting. So he wants to reject that idea of the trust. But ultimately, again, kind of going back to your question, I think something in the range of 10 probably $20 million is what BAM sees as a reasonable settlement in this matter. Do you think this will get thrown out? There's an argument here that we're not going to have at this stage of the litigation. And it's not BAM Margera that is suing these defendants. It's BAM's company. So he has a company. So it's him personally and his company. It's called BAM Margera Inc. Very common in the entertainment business is that actors, performers of many different kinds just across the entertainment business will set up something called a loan out company. And the loan out company 
essentially is, um, whether it's an LLC or a corporation, it's to protect the intellectual property of the actor, but it's also for tax reasons. There's um, some benefits sometimes in setting up a corporation or an LLC. And so the agreement between Paramount Pictures and Bam Margera is not directly with Bam Margera. It's Paramount Pictures and Bam Margera Inc. So it's actually a business-to-business contract, not a W-2 employee. So I think that there's going to be a key part of this case, should it really proceed without a settlement, that's going to turn on, is Bam Margera behaving as an employee, or is he really just BAM Margera Inc.'s, BMI's employee, doing contract work for Paramount Pictures and the rest of the defendants? If that is the case, there's almost no basis for any of his claims. So he's going to lose really badly because some of those workplace rules don't apply, for the most part, to a contractor. Some of them do, and that has to get argued out. But if a court finds that in every way he was behaving as a contractor, not as an employee, he wasn't subject to their control in many different ways, this whole case could really lose on the fact that it's a business-to-business contract. And and so Bam Margera, as an employee, cannot sue Paramount because he's not an employee. Doesn't his attorney know that? Absolutely. And that's one of the risks in this litigation. By the way, it's not clear. I want to be I want to, I want to be clear. We don't know what the facts that is what is called a fact dependent analysis and that will be tens of pages of arguments by each side's attorneys arguing why he is an employee. You know, the defendants will argue why he wasn't an employee and it doesn't qualify. And then it's up to the trier of fact Uh, Whether this is a bench trial or whether this is a jury trial, it's up to the trier of fact to determine whether or not he was an employee. We don't know which way that is going to turn out. And it is they did demand a, a, a jury trial. So it's actually a jury, not a judge that will decide that. Thank you for listening to Law Junkie Show. Find us on social media at Law Junkie Show on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, like, and share. We love your feedback. Contact us at info at lawjunkieshow.com or go to lawjunkieshow.com and fill out our contact form. Disclaimer, Law Junkie Show, including its guests and hosts, are not giving out legal advice but discussing general legal issues. Law Junkie Show does not guarantee that the legal issues discussed are fully accurate and it's not specific to whatever legal issues you may be experiencing. None of this advice is to be acted upon in your situation. Please seek legal advice from a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for your individual legal matter.